Hello, everyone. Welcome to my podcast, Let's Talk It Out. This is your host, Ileana Orquilla, and today we are continuing with session six of Bible study. So let us begin with a prayer in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, and fill the hearts of your faithful, and kindle in us the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit, Lord, and you shall renew the face of the earth. Amen. Okay, so we are starting session six of Bible study, and we are going to talk about the healing of the two blind men. So open up your Bibles to Matthew chapter 9, verse 27. And as Jesus passed on from there, Two blind men followed him, crying out, Son of David, highlight Son of David, have pity on us. When he entered the house, the blind men approached him, and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I can do this? Yes, Lord, they said to him. Then he touched their eyes and said, Let it be done for you according to your faith. And their eyes were open, and Jesus warned them sternly, sternly, see that no one knows about this. But they went out and spread the word of him through all land. Okay, so son of David. Son of David is a messianic title. It is given to someone who is obviously the Messiah, which is uh, Jesus, so son of David. Meaning coming from the genealogy of David as well through Joseph. Okay, so we see here the healing of two blind men, and uh, they cry. They cry out to him and say, "Son of David, have pity on us." So as soon as he entered the house, the blind men approached him, and Jesus said to them, "Do you believe that I can do this?" "Yes, Lord," they said to him. Then he touched their eyes and said, "Let it be done for you according to your faith." So, wow, this is very important. And I want you to highlight that. Um, Let it be done for you according to your faith. So Jesus comes in and he asks the blind men, do you believe that I can do this? He asks them a question. And they say, yes, Lord. Then he touched them and he said, let it be done for you according to your faith. So God knew and wanted to know the faith that they had, and they believed that Jesus could heal them, and he said, let it be done for you according to your faith. So the faith that they had was done onto them. So if you have faith that God is going to heal you, even if it's been years, even if it's been something that you've been dealing for a lot, a lot, a long time, and if you have faith that God is going to heal you, he will heal you. Of course, if it's God's will, he will heal you. So Jesus asked them, do you you have faith? Do Do you believe that I can do this? And they say, yes. They have this conviction, this uh, certainty that Jesus is going to heal them. And they were healed according to the faith that they had. Okay, so let us continue. The healing of a mute person. As they were going out, a demonic or a demon who cannot speak was brought out to him 
And when the demon was driven out, the mute person spoke. The crowds were amazed and said, Nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel. But the Pharisees said, He drives out demons by the prince of demons. Okay, so um, here we see a man or a person who is completely mute uh, by a demon. And when the demon was driven out, the mute person spoke and the crowds were amazed and said, Nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel. But the Pharisees said, he drives out demons by the prince of demons. Um, so they're accusing Jesus of being someone who is, um, I guess, under the rule of Satan. So he's saying, or, or they're saying that Jesus did this by, you know, the power of Satan and whatever. Um, and obviously they're completely wrong. So, uh, let's go on with the compassion of Jesus. So, Jesus went out to all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, and curing every disease and illness. At the sight of the crowds, his heart was moved with pity for them. So, highlight where it says his heart was moved with pity for them. Because they were troubled and abandoned, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. So we see a Jesus who is obviously compassionate of others, and his heart was moved with pity for them because they were troubled and abandoned like sheep without a shepherd, meaning they were completely lost, um, and they obviously needed the guidance of God. All right, so... Let us continue to Matthew chapter 10. The mission of the 12. Then he summoned his 12 disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to drive them out and to cure every disease and every illness. The names of the 12 apostles are these. First, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John, Philip, and Bartholomew. Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector, James, the son of Alphaeus and Tadeus, and Tadeus, Simon, the Canaan, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. The, commission, the commissioning of the twelve, Jesus sent out these twelve after instructing them, thus, do not go into pagan ter territory or enter a Samaritan town, go rather to the lost sheep, of the house of Israel. As you go, make this proclamation. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, drive out demons. Without cost, you have received. Without cost, you are to give. Do not take gold or silver or copper for your belts. No sack for the journey or a second tunic or sandals or walking stick. The laborer deserves his keep. Whatever town or village you enter, look for a worthy person in it and stay there until you leave. As you enter a house, wish it peace. If the house is worthy, let your peace come upon it. If not, let your peace return to you. Whoever will not receive you or listen to your words, go outside that house or town and shake the dust from your feet. So highlight shake the dust from your feet. Amen, I say to you. 
it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment than for that town. So Sodom and Gomorrah is actually in the Old Testament, and we are going to learn about that later on. Okay. So, now Jesus over here, Matthew, highlights the instructions that he is giving the 12 disciples, and he's telling them what to do. So he tells them the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, drive out demons. Without cause you have received and without cause you are to give. Meaning, you know, don't obviously ask for money. Do not take gold or silver or copper for your belts and no sack for the journey or a second tunic or sandals or walking stick. Um, and then he goes on to say, shake the dust from your feet. So go outside the house or town and shake the dust from your feet if they do not receive you or listen to you. So what does it mean? So it means that um, this is like a, a gesture that indicates a complete disassociation from such unbelievers. So meaning um, you are to uh, pull yourself away from them and uh, leave, obviously. So then he goes on and says, Amen, I say to you, it will be more tolerable for the for the land of Sodom Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment than for that town. So Sodom and Gomorrah, we're going to see that in the Old Testament, which is basically a town that was very uh, sinful. Okay, so let us continue with the coming persecutions. Behold, I am sending you like sheep in the midst of wolves. So be shred as serpents and simple as doves. I think that this is one of my favorite ones <laughs> because uh, what is Jesus saying? Okay, so be aware of your surroundings. Uh, like, like it says, uh, I am sending you like sheep in the midst of wolves. So be shred. Okay, so be careful as serpents and simple as doves meaning okay so you're supposed to be obviously like aware of your surroundings aware of uh where you go what you do what you say um and the people that you surround yourself with so be aware but be simple as doves be 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 a christian be nice be uh christ-like but always on your feet always aware of everything um, but beware of people, for they will hand you over to courts and scrooge you in their synagogues. And you will be led before governors and kings for my sake as a witness before them and the pagans. When they hand you over, do not worry about how you are to speak or what you are to say. You will be given at that moment what you are to say. For it will not be you who speaks but the spirit of your father. Highlight the spirit of your father. What is the spirit of your father? Of the father of, of your father is God's spirit, the Holy Spirit, speaking through you. Brother will hand over brother to death and the father his child. Children will rise up against parents and have them put to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, because of Jesus, in other words. 
but whoever endures to the end will be saved. When they persecute you in one town, flee to another. Amen, I say to you, you will not finish the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. No disciple is above his teacher, and no slave above his master. It is enough for the disciple that he become like his teacher, for the slave that he become like his master. If they have called the master of the house Bezabel, how much more those of his household. Okay, so highlight Bezabel. What is Bezabel? Bezabel is the prince of demons. So he goes on and says, if they have called the master of the house Bezabel, which it's obviously Jesus, if they called Jesus, which they did, as we read uh, re recently, how much more does how much more those of his household so if they call me prince of demons how much more are they not going to call you how much more are they are they not going to treat you like that if him jesus being the son of god was treated that way then obviously they're going to treat us the same way okay so courage under persecution therefore do not be afraid of them Nothing is concealed that will not be revealed and nor secret that will not be known. What I say to you in darkness, speak in the light. What you hear whispered, proclaim uh, on the housetops. And do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. But cannot kill the soul. Rather be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in Gehenna. So Gehenna... Um, is uh they are kind of referring to hell in a way but in, for us catholics it would be purgatory but we'll look into that later so are not two sparrows sold sparrows sold for a small coin yet no one of them falls to the ground without yet or without your father's knowledge even all the hairs of your head are counted so do not be afraid you are worth more than many sparrows Everyone who acknowledges me before others, I will acknowledge before my heavenly father. But whoever denies me before others, I will deny before my heavenly father. All right. So there's a lot going on. Um, Jesus is saying, be afraid of those who, uh, or rather be afraid of those or the ones who can destroy both soul and body. Meaning, be careful of those who are going to try to pull you in into something that's not of God, um, obviously uh, making you sin and do some th certain things or things that you shouldn't be doing. Um, so be careful of those who are going to make you lose your soul. Okay, so Jesus, a cause of division. Do not think that I have come to bring peace upon the earth. I have come to bring not peace, but the sword, for I have come to set a man against his father and a daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law and one's enemies will be those of his household. Okay, so what is Jesus saying here? He's saying, you know, I have come to set the truth. I have come to speak of the truth. And yeah, there's going to be people against you, even your own father, even your own mother, even your own mother-in-law, even uh, your household. So um, 
be aware of this. Okay, so the conditions of discipleship. Whoever loves a father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. All right, so what? You say, what? Okay, Jesus, so are you telling me not to love my mother and father? No, he's not saying that, obviously, in the Ten Commandments as well uh, you have to honor your father and mother and respect them and love them but jesus is not saying uh love them uh don't love them but he is saying do not love them more meaning don't place them before me god is always going to be first in your life and he should always be first in your life so then he goes on and says whoever does not take up his life and follow after me is not worthy of me. So whoever does not go and follow Jesus and takes up his cross is not worthy of him, of God. And whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake, meaning for Jesus or for being a Christian, will find it. Will find it, um, obviously, knowing God um, because he is eternal life. All right, so let me, uh, I think we have two more minutes. Rewards. Whoever receives you receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. Whoever receives a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. So highlight prophet, underline. And whoever receives a righteous man because he is righteous will receive a righteous man's reward. And whoever gives only a cup of cold water to one of those or these little ones to drink because he is a disciple. Amen. I say to you, he will surely not lose his reward. Okay. So remember that a prophet, if you don't have that in your note, is one who speaks in the name of God. It's actually a Christian, a uh, Christian prophet who proclaims the gospel um, and then jesus goes on and says whoever receives a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward and whoever receives a righteous man because he is a righteous or, or he is righteous righteous will receive a righteous man's reward and whoever gives only a cup of cold water to one of these little ones to drink because he is a disciple amen i say to you he will surely not lose his reward so as one of these little ones what does he mean as uh indicating different groups within the followers of jesus so it's probably all three uh dozen nations that were used here for uh christian missionaries as such all right so this is the end of session six yes session six and we will continue with chapter 11 chapter 7, uh, Matthew chapter 11 on session 7. So let us end with a prayer in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, for this moment of prayer. I ask you, Lord, to bless me. I ask you, Lord, to bless my family. 
I ask you, God, to give us health, to give us wisdom. I ask you, God, for mercy and that we may continue to learn your word and understand it. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 